the Disability Equality Podcast from Act Center for Disability Leadership. I'm Director Mary Kay Kennedy. As we launch this series, we wanted to introduce you to one of the hosts, Cynthia Gales. As Cynthia is being interviewed, she'll refer to a couple of Act Center programs. She talks a little bit about the Olmsted Academy. It's a year-long leadership program designed to help more and better disability inclusion happen across our state. And she also talks about the DETS program, and this is our Disability Equality Training Series. And this is a series of courses just designed to help folks build the skills, confidence, and knowledge they need to live the lives they want. I'm sure you'll enjoy meeting Disability Equality Podcast host, Cynthia Gales. Welcome to our podcast. I'm, I'm going to sit and interview Cynthia today so we can get to know the host of the podcast. So Cynthia, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? My name is Cynthia and I was born and raised in Illinois. Uh, I have a, a brother, a daughter, my mom and my dad are deceased. And I come, I come from a spiritually based family. We, was, we went to church every Sunday and I enjoyed that. I moved away from Illinois to come to Minnesota because of my disabilities. Why don't you tell me a little bit about your disabilities? I was the average person. I had a great life. Um, like I said, my mom and dad, they um, showed us the way of life. They told us, you know, to depend on yourself, you know, do what you need and not depend on anyone else. But during my times in Illinois, I, I came across a bad relationship, you know, something that I never thought would happen to me. I, I, was, I was injured really bad. And, and due to my injuries, I stayed in the hospital for three months. And once I got out the hospital, for me, everything had changed. I got hit in the head and I had, so now due to that, due to me being hit in the head, I have traumatic brain disorder and I have depression. I was in the hospital for three months. Once I recovered, my life wasn't the same anymore. You know, for me, it was, it was a scary feeling. I didn't know, I couldn't remember, I didn't understand quite was going, what was going on. And, 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 and in Illinois, Illinois, there is, it's not like Minnesota. They don't have the uh, medical benefits. You know, they, they just put, took me out the hospital and just let me go ahead on about my way. I didn't know that, um, that I had a disability. I didn't know. All I knew that was when I came out the hospital, I wasn't the same Cynthia. All my memories and everything, I had to regain all that. So I ended up coming to Minnesota. I started learning about being disabled through uh, uh, this thing called caddy waiver. They, you know, I got a caddy waiver. Well, they, they helped me to learn how to, to regain my sense of being, you can say, because I had to learn, actually I had to learn what, what was a cup. I had to learn 
one was a cabinet. I have forgot everything that really meant something to me, you know, just by being hurt like that, you know. So I just really started getting myself back together now where I'm back to the old Cynthia due to the help of uh, the debts program and uh, the Umstead Academy because when I first came up here, I was just like a nobody. I didn't know anything about disability. I just done what I was told, you know. I didn't know I had a right. Like I said, I basically just done, done with what I was told, but not today. Today, I'm a better person. I do organizations. I do the dental program. I'm doing this podcast uh, program, you know, and I've been in the DETS program. I've been in the Homestead Academy program, you know, so I'm doing a lot of good things now. Who kind of helped you get to Minnesota? Because I think our viewers need to know. I know that your brother helped you, um, but I, I think your key thing is your family has really been there for you with the disability. Yeah, well, my brother, well, yeah, like I said in the beginning, my mother and my father are deceased, and I only have one brother. So he had came up here way before I came up here. So he had been telling me, you know, Cynthia, you need to come up here. They got a better uh, medical plan. They can help you. You can, get, you can get diagnosed, and they'll tell you what it is that you have and the things that you need to do. Back then, for me, I was so stuck on, on that lifestyle that I was in, and that's all I knew. I knew nothing about Minnesota, you know. So my brother actually pushed and pushed and pushed until I finally been up. I finally came up here. Sometimes I think if it wasn't for my brother, mainly my brother, I think I would have just, you know, just gave up, you know, because that's where my life was going to at that time. And when I was in Illinois, like I said, I had no help. I had no help at all. My brothers was here in Minnesota. And the little help that I was getting through the state, you know, it wasn't, it, it didn't, it wasn't enough to carry me over from one month to the next month, you know. So I got into a real, a real bad depression as to where, you know, all I would want to do was sleep all the time, you know. And that's what I basically did was sleep all the time until my brother came up from uh, Minnesota to Illinois and got me, put me in the car with whatever I could carry in a couple of suitcases and got me up here. And that was the best thing ever could have happened to me. I think it's kind of interesting that family's a big part of your situation. Um, later, you'll hear that it's a big part of mine too. Yeah. But um, I also, you, you've referred to a, a couple riverboat cruises in a couple of our interviews. Tell me kind of how that came about and how you, you working with Olmstead kind of helped develop that. Wow. You know, I was, uh, well, like I said, I got a caddy waiver service. And so they got me in uh, this program where they constantly want me to constantly be doing things so my mind can always be focusing and, and I'm always trying to figure out stuff. So I was at this little uh, job through my caddy waiver. And so this nice, wonderful lady, Miss Mary Kay, 
came and she was like, we got a program and it's called the Opstead Academy. Uh, at first I was kind of like, Opstead Academy, I, ain't, I didn't know nothing about that. But then I got into the Opstead Academy program. I graduated and I did this uh, project called the Fun, the Fun Cruise. And I got people to come with me on the John Fatherport uh, boat on the Mississippi River. And it was for people with disabilities, people without disabilities. I had people from out of town come. I had my daughter come. My brother went. His girlfriend came. It was great. It was, it was great. The program is great. That project was great. You know, I got people right now today still want to know when can they go back on the uh, job uh, riding for a uh, boat. You know, it was outstanding. And all that happened through me being in the Amstad program. If somebody was to go, here, Cynthia, here's a $1,000. What would you do with it? If I had $1,000, what I would do, I would take 500 of that $1,000, and I would try to take as many people as I could out on a nice picnic and just eat and drink and be merry that whole day. And the other half of the five hundred dollars, I would take, and I would put, so I would get some pamphlets and make sure I, I got pamphlets telling people about disability, about the programs that the disability people are in. I would make sure that, like you know, on like on the bus stops, that is pamphlets there. You know, I would like to get a lot of information out where people can know and and try to get into the same things that I'm getting into as far as disability. That's what I would do with my thousand. Nice. So you'd take some of that thousand and put it back into programs like this, I'm guessing. Exactly. And I would want I would want people to know about it. I would put literature everywhere. What's one thing you want to leave our audience with? One thing I want to leave the audience with is this. Never give up. Never give up. That's all I want to say is never give up, you can make it. And with the grace of God, you will make it. Because I know, because I'd have been through it. I'd have been through it. And I can say, honestly say, never give up, never give up. Well, thank you for your time and letting me interview you and get to know you a little bit more and also helping our audience get to know you a little bit more. Thank you so much. <laughs> Join us for the next Disability Equality Podcast. To bring self-advocacy programs to your group, check out the Disability Equality Training Series and other ACT Center programs at selfadvocacy.com. Thank you for listening.